Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode. to the um, Festival of Unexpected Entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. I was totally bought in by the graphics for a start. So I was right. like, I'm there, this looks cool. And then when I got there, I saw SRG and didn't know what that stood for. And I was in a church and I'm going, mm. am I joining a new religion <laughs> that I don't know anything about? And then I had to ask somebody next to me who was saying, so are you in an SRG? And I'm like, Maybe, right. I don't know, maybe I'm an SRG, <laughs> I don't know about. So there you go. So that's a new cult for you there, right there. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's good. But that's, that's good, good observations though, actually, in terms good of feedback. Yeah, <laughs> feedback. Well, that, that was nothing to do with you and everything to do with me just going to stuff and just not really knowing much about it. <laughs> I've already started recording, this is how relaxed we are. Oh. And I will say, I am at uh, Weevolution headquarters, exciting, in Glasgow. Yeah. And um, the re- well, we now all know how I found Revolution, mm. and I had an excellent day with you guys. You put on an absolutely wonderful event. Um, and when I was thinking about coming here today, I was like, "What do I want to know?" And it, literally, I was like, "Who, what, where, when, why?" So that is all the questions that I have. So can you each introduce yourselves and tell me why you're involved with Revolution? My name is Noel <laughs> Matthias, and. Uh, I've had a little role to play in 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 creating Revolution mm-hmm. and bringing the SRGs to the UK, uh, particularly starting here in Scotland. Um, and it's my biggest privilege to be working alongside both the team at Revolution, but but more so also the women uh, who are involved in the SRGs. It's mm. more women than men, but certainly uh, both uh, that yeah. I'm privileged to. But but because of all the learning I receive and, and the fact that we've started this year. And Karen, I have already heard some of your story, but would you like to, can I give us a brief A brief. I'm a part of an SRG, a self-reliant group. Um, I've been part of Weevolution for just five years, coming up for five years. Um, it's my second SRG. The first one just... We all outgrew each other and outgrew the SRG and stuff, and so we all split up and mm. became other different SRGs. So yeah, I've, it's it's changed my life being in an SRG. Wow. So then this is when Noel goes, yes, I helped I did to it. create we No, no, I, I, I take no credit for, for the change at all. Mm. Uh, I think it's the change that, that Karen has made it for herself, along with Karen... Uh, another 300, 400 women uh, who are involved in SRGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what Weevolution has helped create is just the right ambience and the environment for people to take control of their lives. We, we absolutely take no credit. And, and, and that's not being in any way uh, being humble or modest, but, but simply uh, we live in a society where, where uh, often those with power take credit. Uh, and, and our ethos has always been about shifting power uh, in a way where people create their opportunities and then take credit for the work they have done themselves. All for that. 
Absolutely. And Heather, I made a beeline for you on the day of the Festival of Unexpected Entrepreneurs and you were like, oh no, who is this? So Heather, can you tell us how you ended up at Revolution and what you do here at Revolution? Sure, yeah. yeah. I was glad that you bounced towards me. Thanks. That's absolutely fine. Um, yeah, so I'm the communications officer at Revolution um, and I came in to help um, basically launch a communications campaign, so a campaign that would help us reach even more women that mm-hmm. would really benefit from being part of what we do here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're just on at the point where we're about to hopefully um, secure some interesting opportunities publicity-wise. Great. Uh, so yeah. It's yeah, so you guys were all doing a bit of media training before I arrived, so I feel like now you guys are far more qualified to be on a podcast than I am. <laughs> I should have been here for that media soon. <laughs> Feel intimidated. So as I, I explained, I didn't know what SRG stood for, mm. but now I know it means self-reliant group. So who wants to be in a self-reliant group and why do they want to be in a self-reliant group? And feel free just all to pitch in. I think somebody who is looking for something more in their lives, looking for the next step. The majority of people expect handouts um, constantly and it's like that kind of a ethos that we live in here with benefits and things like that. But there's got to be something between that and the world of work. And a self-reliant group actually fits that fantastically because it gives you confidence um, and empowerment and personal development beyond anything else yeah beyond you go here there and everywhere for different things like you've got a sore head you go to the doctors you've got a sore leg you go to the physiotherapist Mm. you've got mental health you go to psychiatrists everyone sends you here there and everywhere whereas being a part of an SRG gives you the support and the opportunity and the safe space to actually do all of that for yourself so it's not just financially that is one of the big things is that you have to be in a self-reliant group you don't ask for funding you don't ask for loans and things um so you create your own income and that's by way of savings every week but with that comes so much more that you have the savings that are there as a backup for things or if you wanted to you know take an internal loan or whatever but it's the whole surroundings and the support and the love and the encouragement and everything that comes with it is being part of a group that aren't dependent on anybody. So we're dependent on ourselves. We're mm. self-reliant. We rely on ourselves and nobody else. And that's it's life-changing. Um, and that's what helps everybody to grow. And whether it's a business idea or just personally. And are these all of the things that you were thinking, no, when you were creating revolution or help to, helping to yeah. create revolution yeah yeah because uh, so, so i come from india mm-hmm. uh, and uh, when i came here i saw uh, some very interesting practices and some very interesting labeling of people uh, entire populations were consigned to deprivation and disadvantaged mm-hmm. uh, and it also meant that they were called consumers beneficiaries, service users, forgetting that as human beings we are implicitly creative and productive uh, and that we are alongside consumers, we are also citizens and we are also producers. Yeah. And just that problems in our lives don't make us problematic people. 
and and it is therefore about uh, SRGs were back then and even now meant for people who are very distant from the market and from the mainstream society. Yeah. And nonetheless, people who can actually add a huge amount of value to our environment, to our economy, and to the social fabric of our society. Mm. Well, it's not uh, take, take, take that you can offer something. Everybody can offer something. Absolutely. Uh, and and within that, then to shift mm. uh, a mindset generationally so that we then have not just SRGs but also the next generation their kids for example who will look up and say actually this is another way of life I'd like to choose for myself so what you have is then a revolution of sorts happening within evolution and outside of evolution where entire generations of unexpected entrepreneurs are mushrooming across Scotland and beyond in the UK I mean, that day, you know, you said, what, what do you think of when you think of an entrepreneur? And the, the images came up of these well-known figures, you know, these tycoons. And, um, but yeah, I love the idea of anybody from any background, any walk, like any age, nothing needs to be a barrier to, you know, starting something for you. Absolutely. You, and being self-reliant, obviously, the power in having that and the, the ownership of something and not being reliant that you are able to contribute. To society and not just take 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 and i suppose the philosoph- philosophy underlying that is mm. is is twofold one is that enterprise has got little to do with self-employment uh, and and that's the the tragedy we have within within the way we identify routes to employment or self-employment that's what karen was speaking about mm. being the midway and the second for me is ent- enterprise is all about resourcefulness imagine having a scotland full of resourceful people and thinking of communities of resourceful human beings living there it would change the way we treat places like bridston or the east end of glasgow or somewhere like wester hills in edinburgh or in other places in scotland and i think therefore what we do is 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 quite a dramatic shift in the way we treat the economy when it comes to de- deprived contexts and communities so where did the idea for this come is this something that in India, you were. This was just a way of life for so many. Yeah. So in India, there is a movement of self-help groups, uh, and and we've translated that sort of mm. uh, methodology here and call them self-reliant groups. In India, they began in the 1980s through a lot of trial and error, and and now there are about 12 million groups in India. I mean that figure uh, is bonkers. <laughs> it is, and and part of it is also because of the way the government and the banking industry started working around scaling this movement, uh, which is what we are hoping yeah, for and working towards it. here yeah, in Scotland. It. Absolutely. And Karen was with me uh, uh, on a recent trip to India where she yeah. actually saw and met women doing it. So Karen, was that the first time that you'd been to India? Yes. Yeah, it was. It was an amazing experience. It was, yeah such a learning experience mm. I'm still you know, three weeks on still trying to process it all I bet I bet what would you say at this moment in time when you're, you're thinking about it what really stood out for you what was the one thing that the takeaway that you're like I think the scale of the SHGs yeah. over there the complete mm. scale and, and how you know what little they started with and and how how much single you know the women that we met progressed in you know, 10 years, 14 years, or, you know, from out of, of rock bottom, absolutely nothing, to having a roof over their heads and having clothes to wear and, um, and be happy. It's just absolutely unbelievable. For you, I mean, I know how I found Weevolution. The, the awesome graphics. <laughs> that was courtesy of you. And I feel like you, you was a bit of part to play in that. <laughs> but how did you 
find revolution and then start your SRG originally um, so five years ago was uh, you know living on the edge of life and the edge of society through various things and going through counseling and course various courses being supplied by the counseling service and uh, at the end of it after 12 weeks there was a group of us that were you know, kind of like feeling left out and desolate and abandoned and and stuff and uh, so we heard about revolution through somebody from the counseling service yeah. and um, Eleanor another member of the team came along and met us and I'm just like wow this is so you know something that I could really buy into and and that's how it started wow. so it was what uh, a lifeline yeah it's I think it's an awful lot of it you know right time right place yeah. yeah, and all that because uh-huh, it had been a couple, you know, even a couple of weeks before, I wouldn't have been in the right headspace to have engaged with it or mm. to have thought, yep, yeah, something yeah, I can do. The universe do. is like out for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you said you started in one SRG and now you're in another. Yeah, we had uh, the our first SRG. There were six of us, um, but we were a complete mix of capabilities and things, and we didn't know what we wanted to do, and um, and then decided we settled upon making crafts. And we could sell, you know, making Christmas crafts and tablecloths and things like that. And so we were all at different levels and so we were teaching each other new skills and learning from each other. Um, but then there was a couple of us that wanted to change away from that. Mm-hmm. That was absolutely fine. But then a lot of the members of the group wanted to stay at that level and not actually progress any further. Yeah. Um, and so we kind of like naturally disbanded. Mm. And uh, we all found different groups or different people and set up in separate groups. I'm now in a group that is uh, four of us but we don't do anything together. We don't do anything the same. So we're four independents that come together for the rest of what an SRG can provide. Yes, you know, so we don't have to do a product or we don't have to do an event or yes. anything like that. So And that's the joy of it then. It's not like a one size fits all. It you can do whatever you like with like it. This yeah. then because it has to fit in within your life and as your life changes, surely then the, your SRG needs to grow and adapt to that or have the ability to so that you can still... Yeah run your life yeah you know. and it is and you don't you know and it's got to be flexible because mm. you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow and stuff yeah um, but the opportunities that is presented for you I mean the trip to India alone you must have just been like I'm in India <laughs> <laughs> I think that didn't really happen until about a week ago and I'm like oh my god I've been to <laughs> India and I'm back <laughs> you know it was um, it. like whoa uh-huh and yeah. that was set up and to then get you guys to go over and see it see it firsthand and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, 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 and see how like you're yeah see how we could bring it back and how we can influence change mm. and how we can influence the growth and trying to get there's no reason why not you know everybody should be part of an SRG everybody on, on the whole planet because there's no reason not to and it's so beneficial that I mean the, that day at the event as soon as I walked in I felt instantly welcomed and there was an array of people there, all walks of life, all ages. It was a safe space, everybody was chatting away, mingling, and that's obviously mm. something that we Evolution just really harness and encourage. Mm. How do you start? How do you begin to create an SRG? Is there like a toolkit that you can give to someone? Or what are, what's the starting blocks? Um, so well, as Karen said, you know, we want anyone and everyone to kind of try this out if mm. they're curious about it. And the steps are simple, hopefully. Um, if you're interested, you know, get in touch with us. Um, SRG means self-reliant group, so 
the word group is in there and it's mm. about forming a group but not everyone has a group immediately to begin with so yeah. we can help you find or connect with other people that might want to you know that live in your area and want to start something but get in touch with us if you've got a mate you know grab a mate plus one <laughs> you know three is a good number to start with um get in touch with us we have enterprise officers here that Ooh. are there to sort of support you to get started we don't want you to only come to us when you've got an idea you know you come to us when you're like we're here we've got a bit of energy we want to start something but we don't know what love that just come to us and we'll get you in touch with an enterprise officer and we'll go from there but it's all about what you want to do yeah. within your group it's mm. not about we don't set the agenda our SRGs do so many different things. Yeah, so it isn't know. just necessarily you know crafting or making you know ta- you know tangible things. It might be hosting events or mm. what kind of SRGs have you came in contact with that are just a bit different to to the norm, if you like. If Karen does handy woman's yes, I'm, um, called Miss Fix It. So I you do. Are. I am. <laughs> so I, I do DIY yes. and um, plastering, laminate floor laying. I don't do painting. I don't enjoy it anymore. So I chose not to do it. Love that. So I am in complete, <laughs> don't like it, yeah, complete control of what I do. So yeah, there's, there's, be, there's um, hairdressers, beauticians. Writers, artist groups, storytelling groups, well-being um, groups. There's crafters. Um, there is interior, what's it called? Go kart makers what? from scratch. Um, um, That's what else? Uh, there's also Sweetie carts. Mm. Um, Party planners, event planners, event planners. Yeah. Absolutely everything. Indian head massage. There's a plethora of there is. Yeah. micro businesses. And it's, is it always like someone recognising the talents or the abilities or the passion that they already have? Or is it yeah. people discovering something brand new that then they go, oh, I could do that? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's the people, you know, you think, well, I can't, you know, 90% of people come to Weevolution or come to an SRG, say, I haven't got any skills. Yeah, I'm not good There's then. nothing I can oh, do. Yeah. And within... Yeah one conversation they're just like oh my god i could do anything i want I mean, that's my belief i believe yeah. now that there is nothing that i cannot achieve all i have to do is say this is what i'm going to do and it will happen and what was the impetus for you for setting up miss fix it like um it's something that i've done for a long long time i've always done diy mm-hmm. and thing um stuff like that and it was just I think the originally was like there's got to be lots of little old ladies out there that don't want strange men in their houses but would like a strange woman and so I became that strange woman um, <laughs> and as it's turned out that it's not like that at all there's the majority of people that want me are young between 20 and 40 yeah. working yeah yeah than welcome to hand over their house keys and the trust and everything is just there implicitly they don't even have to think and they come home and everything's tidied up and the key's back under the mat or Who doesn't need whatever. That? Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's amazing. Or even um, one person worked night shift and went to bed and then got up and had a shower. And she said, there's no way on this planet she would have done that if I was a guy, you know. Mm. And so it's things like that. And then word of mouth spreads and yeah, there's suddenly yeah. people from all over the place wanting me. So it's great. That. <laughs> and it was nice that day when I came to the event because you were able to tell your story and others were sharing their experiences and everything that they've learned so far and the people they've met and what they've gained from it. Hosting events like that, is that something that's important to Weevolution to, to 
Brilliant. The word, I mean, I thought the way the day was organised and all the activities and I got to make a food trap with beeswax. I mean, I was just <laughs> loving it. Absolutely. I think uh, right at the start when our first group went to India in 2011 and came back and we had just started up two or three groups. There were a number of people interested and, and we thought having an event of the kind that you attended uh, would be really important to start introducing the spirit of not just evolution but of being a family mm. uh, where, where there is enough support, where one doesn't pace one's life or, or aspirations based on what others ask you to do but because of what you think is, is good for you and for the others around you. So yeah. what began in 2011 is, is, is what has grown to a festival of unexpected entrepreneurs that you were a part of. I was. Uh, and, and it generates, uh, and this is what now other SRGs in Holland, in Wales, in Manchester also do. Yeah, there was people uh, that driven up from down south and stuff to, to yeah. be at your event, which is, again, that just, that's testament to what this is all about. Yeah, people absolutely. are so invested and want yeah. to help and want to support. And, and in the month awesome. of June, when we will have it again, so we have this every six months. Okay. Uh, when we have it again, you hopefully you'll be there again. Yes, and and uh, you'll see... <laughs> Uh, different people again uh, and on this occasion or uh, the June one is when we invite others from across the UK mm. more intentionally to come mm. and be part of this and it's, it's it's a great great way of actually seeing how the word and the spirit is spreading and how SRGs no matter if they are those of, of a Down syndrome for example in Wales and the ones here or Holland actually the core of it is still the same and that's what unites everyone to say actually we're not just an SRG in one little corner in Inverclyde or in Rotterdam but I've got a family across the ocean uh, so so that's the connectedness that we've managed and I think uh, my if, if anyone were to ask Vevolution's biggest sort of achievement it is that we've managed to create uh, a movement where people feel connected what kind of roadblocks do you think that people have, are coming up against and possibly creating an SRG or once they've established an SRG that then you are able to support them in because you know it's, it must be very exciting initially when they've got an idea and they're at the buzz but then actually you know be belonging to an SRG and, and sustaining that there must be elements yeah. that are quite difficult or challenging along the way I would imagine just from my perspective obviously I'm self-employed yeah. um, and I know that there are particular challenges in that that you have to face yeah I think that there are several roadblocks to it. On a personal level, often commitment and a chaotic lifestyle can be a challenge when mm -hmm. it comes to committing to a group and the discipline of actually going every week to meet with the group. Correct me if I'm I wrong. I would say that. nodding you know, human relationships are very difficult. It's a difficult. It's a minefield for us, okay, and for and for those who want to come into a group. So, so relationships can become an issue. We have a, we we have a lot of groups that break up because they don't quite connect with each other mm -hmm. in a relationship. Yeah. Now, the funny bit is, of course, they will reform and form another group and then relate <laughs> to each other as a group rather than yes. as individuals. But but that's all right. Uh, so so at that level, then you have commitment, you have communication. Therefore, conflict sort of issues mm -hmm. here. On, a, on an aspirational level or when they actually get started, for instance, the biggest problem is, is the way the society treats them uh, through a systematic systematic sort of uh, discrimination. So, so benefit yeah. system, for example, uh, which I sometimes say using and uh, translating uh, an Indian phrase, I say it, it is a blessing for life and a medicine for death. 
the way it works is yeah. it, it tries to support people in poverty but also keeps them exactly where uh, they are absolutely yeah. so and Karen can touch base in terms mm. of how self employment is treated so unfairly within the universal credit at the moment for instance uh, and alongside that i dare say people who are lower down the social and economic ladder don't have access to power capital and influence uh, and so the problem with business and enterprise within the scottish economy or the uk economy is that if one wants to start something here you require so many different permissions uh, that someone higher up the ladder can easily access yeah uh, because of their access to, to power yeah. uh, and lower down the ladder it's incredibly hard uh, and and it's almost trying to say how do we create a level playing field mm-hmm. uh, where people down here uh, we genie who wants to do probably food business doesn't have to you know have 10 to 12 permissions before she can actually start selling something mm-hmm. so it's trying to balance our health and safety sort of rules and regulations and also trying to create a level playing field because these rules actually uh, segregate entire populations and i think the 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 uh, karen yuki can say this far better i think the srg the people in the srgs and the women are very very resourceful and dexterous in actually getting down the system to make it work mm. uh, and that for me is fascinating and it's almost <laughs> saying how do we work how I'm do we not how do we <laughs> Uh, in, not in any illegal ways, of course uh, not. but but simply yeah. saying you don't no, allow no. the system. Yeah, no, good. Oh, oh, there's a road, but oh well then. Absolutely, it yeah. is that there is um, different pathway. Yeah, there are so many micro businesses, micro enterprises within the SRGs, but then there are only a handful of them that have gone that step further and in, into self-employment or anything. Mm-hmm. But it's because the risk is so great, because as Noel was saying, you, you know, having benefits is absolutely fantastic and you couldn't survive without them, but to a certain extent they are keeping you there, especially if you're on your own and you have children, which yeah. an awful lot of the people in SRGs mm-hmm. have. Um, because it's not just you you've got to feed, you, know, you have to keep a roof over your children's heads and stuff if everything goes terribly wrong mm. you start you know taking that leap of faith into starting your own business um so think small thing that we we're talking about earlier about changing policies and things is that i'm part of um a forum called stand proud okay. where we're actually trying to influence um government policy we were at um Hollywood House in January presenting various different things to the MSPs and trying to get interest on board so that we can actually try and start chipping away at various different things in universal credit but to try and make the slope easier and less of a steep yeah, one from benefits to self-employment mm. to benefit ourselves and other SRG members but also people that aren't involved Absolutely. with revolution. Well that's like anything it's like when I, I was in a full-time job and then got made, made redundant I was almost forced into self-employment it was like what do I do now there's not jobs like men kicking about I, I don't know if I would have been brave enough to take the leap when you're used to getting a certain amount of money, yeah. whether it would be benefits or you know you're employed employed by somebody, you know, and I, and I don't have any de- dependents, you know, but a house and a car that I need to pay for, I can't imagine how scary that must be to then take that leap when you've been used to getting yeah. your benefits and, and how you're. But like, the leap is so much different for people coming off benefits than it is employment. Absolutely. It's not just wages coming in, but it's yeah, all the criteria yeah. and the red tape. Well, that's it. That's it. You've got to jump through a million hoops. Yeah. And there is no safety net. So, you know, an awful lot of it is like you do it or you don't. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you do it, then... So these are no very, very special people that are starting SRGs. 
I reckon. And and I think uh, the degree to which they are special probably is uncovered once they have once they have been in an exarchy. <laughs> I dare say. Yeah. Uh, uh they are all sort of the same looking human beings who live in the east end of glasgow and mm. and uh no one would give say the women in the proven mill src in 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 royston area a second look uh but when they see that they are running a lunch club and they are running a laundry business and they are eight women having done so much mm. uh then you begin to look at them with new eyes with with with, with, with a new found respect yeah uh and and so the degree therefore to which we consider human beings is always in terms of what they achieve isn't mm-hmm. it uh, srgs i think give a platform for people to uncover and recover how special they are what's that and you're saying it's predominantly women so why is that uh, i'll answer that quickly and then and then karen heather can add to it not that i want to dominate the conversation after saying that i don't want to speak <laughs> <laughs> it's is uh, <laughs> it's not going uh, to so so i think i think it's it, it's statistical and anecdotal i think mm-hmm. uh, statistically 91% if my figures are right of of 91% of single parent households in scotland are women led households uh, a significant majority of low income households also have women uh, mm-hmm. leading or 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 responsible in those households so Uh, for us it kind of just makes sense that if we want to shift the dynamics of of uh, a holistic and a well-being economy we we concentrate a little more power in the hands of a gender that is so much uh, that carries so much responsibility for the family and the next generation yeah. uh the the other 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 evidence is is a sort of statistical again but uh, through the un uh, evidence but but more anecdotally here evidence will show that that more money in the hands of women is very likely to go to their families and their neighborhoods than more money in the hands of the likes of men like me for instance uh not in any way generalizing the whole no. uh, anecdotal evidence no. but actually saying that is evidence yeah. across the globe and i dare say uh it might even be true here in scotland so mm. which is why we are unabashedly sort of uh our preference is for uh, women without saying no to men no uh, well the first person that i met at the event was a man great and he was 92 oh yes alex <laughs> alex, alex. Yeah. he was the first person to come up and speak oh, to me and oh, he was good. like hello and alex um, what's your name and we had a lovely chat on top of what you said earlier i think a lot of it is uh, helping you know it's is for the future generations and helping break stereotypes yeah and they encourage our kids you yeah. know if, if they see mum doing it then they know that they can do it too absolutely and on it goes and do you have kids i do i have five wow um, what did they make you what are you doing now well, my two eldest aren't at home anymore but the three youngest ones are still at home and and they've you know over the years have bought into it they now see it as a common occurrence mm. um you know a few years ago uh, my 13 year old son asked for a sewing machine for christmas and um and i'm just like right okay so he got one and he started making um all this webbing straps and things like that and he uh, sold them to his friends as nerf gun bullet holders and waistcoats and things like that <laughs> so he started off his own business um Inspired. and he still does yeah and my daughter does it and my younger son as well is uh, constantly gets sits in playtime or wet playtimes and makes bookmarks which he gives to his teacher to um laminate and then cut them up and then he sells them back to his teacher to 
give them away yes. as well done gifts for you know instead of getting stars and things like that children get you know, bookmarks the hands-on approach making something doing something the mindfulness the the, the kind mm. of mental health aspect of yeah. that is like huge it's itself. huge and it's also really bonding for the family because we do things together you know yeah. and we all sit yeah, around yeah. and, Acti- and yeah, doing an activity mm-hmm. and uh, i think we're all guilty of doing yeah. less and less of that. So mm. more, there's more of too that. much TV and too much yeah. Xbox and stuff. And mm. now you know, on a Sunday afternoon, <laughs> not as much as maybe other houses. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> we definitely making stuff. <laughs> yeah, just playing, having a go. But seeing you know, like, yeah, like me for instance, you're know, doing the DIY and stuff. Yeah. And see, my boys being able to see the fact that a mum and a woman and somebody my age as well yeah. can actually go and do that kind of thing Absolutely. whereas it's, you know, it's not not age and gender and all yeah. the other things are not a barrier yeah and where you come from and what you look like and all mm-hmm. those things and mm. there's no barrier there you, you can absolutely do it if, that, if that's what you want to do and that's what my children have you know they've, they've got the idea and they've got the thing that, that there isn't even the sky's the limit you know mm-hmm. there is no limit that whatever they decide they can do might take them until they're 50 to do it but doesn't matter. Whatever it is they want to do, they yeah. will achieve, and yeah. it's purely through mindset. Yeah, and I liked on the day there was a there was a, a focus as well on like sustainability and the circular economy. Mm. Um, I brought my own mug with me. I didn't I didn't the day because I thought that seemed, that that would seem quite presumptuous that I was going to get a cup of coffee. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm happy to say I didn't. That, get a cup that's of after coffee. asking us whether we have a kettle in the office here. <laughs> <laughs> that was after Heather asked me if I wanted a drink. I wasn't coming in here going, right, do you have a kettle? Because I'm not staying if you don't. <laughs> I'm not that demanding. But yeah, so like the fact that in the advert for the event, it was like, if you if you can bring your own cup. And I was like, yes, I could bring my own cup. Mm-hmm. And it's just, the message on the day was, we can all do something. This whole idea of like recycling and reusing and you know mm. sustainability to a lot of people seems like oh it's too big a problem what difference am i going to make if i put the stuff in the blue bin or the whatever bin but the message was no 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 like if we all do something like bringing your yeah. mug and yeah. using a disposable cup then yeah contributing yeah. yeah and and people who live in our communities and 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 they're not just becoming entrepreneurs, but they're also environmentalists. Mm. Uh, the simple fact is because of, of their circumstances and where they come from, mm. uh, their access to raw material is basically somebody else's rubbish. Yeah, uh, so right. so you, you create beauty and you create products out of that rubbish. So in, in fact, what we are doing is actually acknowledging the great value and, and addition that people are making in our communities to the whole, whole concept of environment so that they don't think that they are working just with rubbish but they are actually contributing and they are recycling and they are upcycling and they are making uh, the whole circular economy real for Scotland. Yeah, it was, I mean, that was a phrase that I was not that familiar with. Like, I, you know, it was like every day is a school day. Like I did learn a lot that day. And I think it's just been open to that and not, you know, like me going, what is an SRG? Not pretending that I did know. I think sometimes we can be guilty of just pretending that we get everything and it's like just asking the questions and being inquisitive as an adult and just being mm-hmm. open to learning something new that was kind of the why I went on the day um, but it also can be a bit scary when you feel like oh everybody knows what they're talking about here and they're all saying the right mm-hmm. things and the buzzwords and ask the questions and you learn something and, yeah. and, and if it's for the good the greater good then 
do more of that. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the aim is to energize, but also challenge, isn't mm. it? Uh, and and we've debated a number of times of saying actually should we just keep the word SRG out of context so you know it it becomes easier for people and then we say well we don't want to make it easier for people. We want to excite their imagination and their curiosity. I like that. Uh, and 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 sort of trying to balance all of that in terms of a newcomer who's coming for the first time to, to to evolution or mm-hmm. SRGs and saying you know and then you're saying it's in a church. What on earth is happening here? <laughs> How is it uh, And to get through that fear, <laughs> but also then to 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 know that actually one can get around those fears and the barriers, mm-hmm. and those who push forward can then inspire the next generation. So, so knowing that, therefore, in the month of June, you'll probably bring another ten people along with you. Oh, so, <laughs> so for, for me, for me, it's it's always about the SRG is about creating the energy, rather and, than and rather you than nailed, doing the right thing. You all nailed it that day. That's why I was inspired then to go over and speak to Heather about doing the podcast. That you know, the yeah. Brown Brave is essentially about people and their passions, and you know, I want to be supporting good causes, great work, good energy, and that's just that the whole day just was summed up. But all everything you've just said, you yeah. you totally nailed it. In terms of we were on our feet, we were moving around, we were playing, we're, you know. And then the next minute, we were getting a very informative talk, and then the next minute, we're ironing beeswax on the <laughs> bits of fabric, and then we're all mm. eating together. It was great, mm. a bit of everything, really. Yeah. Which then, obviously, I would imagine inspired a lot of people that day to it. Oh, I could have a go because as much as there was lots of people there that were already in SRGs. I'm guessing there was people there, like myself, that were... It was the first time that it had been open to the public yeah, yeah. and, and been yeah, advertised yeah. like that and inviting people in. And I think it worked well. I spoke to a lot of people that it was their it first was time. And just like the supporting like, people so. with kids and, you know, you had like a kind of, almost like a creche yeah. available. So there was like any possible barriers, like yeah. childcare or whatever, were taken hmm. care of. Yeah. So moving forward, we're in February, nearly March already. <laughs> of 2020 what is on the cards for revolution that's such a big question that is <laughs> leave the biggest question to last <laughs> um well in terms of like our campaign we're pushing ahead with that mm-hmm. um we just want to reach as many people as possible um the india trip has just happened mm. yes. um so that i think there are so many learnings that we need to process mm. and think about how we take those forward um, but they're really, really exciting. And I think the good thing about revolution is that we adapt and we mould to what we learn. So I think we've not nailed everything yet, mm. um, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, so I mean, we just want to keep running events and it's good that, you know, that event spoke to you. You were super Absolutely. excited. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Today. Um, so it's about continuing to run events like that and go to where people are, not expecting people who we want to reach to come to us. Right, nice one. Uh, which I really want mm. to keep working on. Yeah, and you were saying when I came in that this is the only premises that you have, like you have other hubs yeah. in Scotland, which I didn't know, and that's awesome mm. then. So, you know, even if it wasn't an event that somebody was coming to, there are other hubs that people can access you know, outside of your kind of events that are targeting new newbies to come along type thing. Absolutely. We'll go to them as well. If somebody's mm. interested and live, you know, out with one of the hub areas, then, you know, either an SR, current SRG member or uh, enterprise officer will go and visit them. Yeah, and we don't want geography to be a barrier. So there are hmm. loads, you know, obviously we, we're a small team and we can only cover so much ground. Yeah. Uh, but, oh. <laughs> 
kids' <laughs> imagination. Yeah, of um, course. We want people from further afield to get in touch as well, and we've, we're sort of testing um, a, a box at the moment, a sort of flat pack SRG starter kit that we want to get. It's a toolbox. It's a toolbox. Right, cool. Uh, but toolboxes have boundaries, you know. Do, right, you know. fair do's I. So. To be fair, I, if you can't use the tools, if you don't know how to use them, you'd know how to use them, can <laughs> You'd That's be all true. over a toolbox. Yeah. That's true. A flat pack carry. <laughs> well, we were talking about holograms, weren't we? Oh. And we need a hologram, we need the personal touch in these toolboxes, so yeah. we need to invent and get an SRG underway that can make small little holograms. Yeah. to go in the box to grow more SRGs. Because the personal connection is really important, you know, when someone rocks up and they're not really sure, as you were, like, what we're all about. <laughs> it's important to have a conversation with a human. Um, but yeah, no, we're keen to sort of get these boxes to as many people as possible that are interested in... Can you tell us what that contains, or is that like top secret? It's the top secret. Right. <laughs> you have um, to join them. I have to bring ten people to the next event before yes. I find that out. True. Give us the names right now and, and we'll share the toolbox with you. <laughs> so I'm not giving anything away. It's, um, it's an incentive to get in touch. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Heather, that's was quite, Heather was pretty serious about that. Yeah, that's pretty good, Heather. That's good, right, isn't it? No, quite right, absolutely. So, if you were to say anything about Revolution, anything about an SRG, what would be the, the one thing, the takeaway that you would want to say to them if they were considering coming to an event or considering setting up SRG or just at all inquisitive about it, what would you say to them? What have you got to lose? Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's just try it out. It, it isn't going to harm anyone. My experience of having been around is that, that probably there are more people who want to try it out may not succeed, but I haven't seen them in any way harmed. We want to grow to 5,000 SRGs in the next five years. Uh, so, so clearly we want more people to simply say, let's just do it mm. uh, and we'll figure out what comes next. One of the strong points of evolution is that we deal with uncertainty quite well. It is the ground for more innovation for us. Uh, and and for us, it's a culture we try and encourage even amongst SRGs, where sometimes certainty is lacking. Mm. Uh, but that hasn't stopped us from moving forward. Uh, and I think people who see us from the outside are able to feel that sense of energy, uh, some chaos, uh, <laughs> which is always useful. So lots of disruption. A lot hey. of disruption. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I dare say people, you know, and you, you've been a good example of this, people who come in touch with us don't get scared. If they are scared, then it is about their own imagination that's letting loose. And I feel like there's such a team aspect to this, like, come and join the team and we want the team to grow. It's not, we'll give you a box. See you later, have a nice time. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's constant. It's like, what was your hashtag? Go far, go together. together. Go far, go together. Yeah. yeah. And that, I think that perfectly sums what you're all about, you know, that it is like we will come with you on your journey mm. um, and we will face whatever stage along the way with you. Yeah. It's not like, you know, we'll give you a starter kit or we'll give you a bit of advice or and then you go on your merry way. You can take what you need at mm. any point, that support, that help, that encouragement. But it's not just with the staff team either, with the Revo team, it's with the SRGs. Yeah. And we're all connected. So what you're saying about the peer gatherings, twice a year, and we need them as well, and we get so much benefit out mm. of them because it, we're connected, we're in contact with each other constantly. 
But because everyone's so spread out, of course, we very rarely physically see each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is. It's so like, it just reinvigorates, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Being part of an SRG starts with the one person and then spreads to their family and then to their SRG and then to their hub or their community, the other SRGs that are around about, and then they connect further afield to the other areas like Inverclyde and um, Dundee and mm. Manchester, and then it just gets bigger and bigger. But it doesn't matter where you are. You can connect to somebody and they will be exactly as if they were sitting next to you. They'll be supportive, they'll you know, be encouraging. They'll tell you what's what, you know, if you're asking for advice or you know, absolutely anything. Or you just want someone to talk to. You know, or you just want a, a virtual slap. You know, it's just <laughs> somebody will give it to you. And it's not there's no judging in it no. at all. It's all a virtual slap. <laughs> virtual slap. Um, yeah, it is. Everyone's there for each other. So it is, and the we, there is no them and us. Yeah. With the staff team, Weaver mm. team, and the SRGs. It is all of us. And it doesn't matter who you bumped into at any point. You ask a question, somebody will answer it and you know, welcome you and stuff. Yeah, it's, that, it's a real it's, community sense. Absolutely. Like, like, you know, in the truest sense of the word, it's all walks of life yeah, and all stages. Widespread. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. We're moving on to the thingamabobs. Random questions that I ask my guests. Um, and it's more to get to know them, but you can absolutely do it from a wevolution <coughs> perspective. So it's like, we, if wevolution was answering the thingamabobs, how would we, So you, you can take it in turns to answer them. So you can all look at each other awkwardly, like, who's answering this one, right? So, um, what does the world need less of? Plastic. That's India talking like that. Happy with that answer? Yep. <laughs> Lovely. Spot on. Best advice ever given to you? Best advice probably is not to be too fast. Yes. Speed kills. Speed kills. Mm. I didn't know it was going to go down that road there. No. Just remember. That's one from India, that is. We got that when... Really? Yeah, from The Godfather. Yeah. Ah. What would your mastermind subject be? Turning anything into something. Turning what? Anything anything into something, yes. Upcycling, repurposing. Yeah. Mm. I will never look at a broken umbrella the same way again. I I mean, a bag like no other. From a broken umbrella. Yeah. Awesome. Watch this space. Right, okay. <laughs> I will. That's that's another secret that we're I know, you said very so good at this. This is all your media training. We haven't worked it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> we evolution. What is the best day you've ever had? Today, of course. Why? Why? Because <laughs> Show the brand the brave. No, get get with the program. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to agree with you all. No, 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 go for it. No, no, not at all. You can absolutely all um, um, answer separately. <laughs> I don't know. For me, every peer mm. gathering is is, is 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 one of the best days. Mm. Uh, I just see the see the coming together, the energy, the connections, and I absolutely feel it has been worth it, despite all the many many challenges, struggles. Mm those days make it worth it. Yeah, running an event is like a big deal. Like, there's lots to think about and consider. And yeah, do. and, and uh, I suppose beyond the organisation, it is just that people make an effort to come. Uh, and more importantly, actually, we see the impact of that day for the remainder of the time before the next peer gathering. 
Yeah, definitely. I think it's the energy that the events create and what happens afterwards. So, for example, like at the festival, um, we had everyone making the beeswax wraps. Yes. Um, and in that task, we just wanted to show that you can make something from nothing. Mm. Um, or, you know, you can look at resources in a different way and you can sort of package that up and turn it into a product that you then could potentially sell. Um, so we had one participant who is, has already made some wraps, packaged them up and is now selling them in a local shop. Wow! To raise some That's funds. Yeah, to raise some funds for a cause that means a lot to her. So she's not taking the profit for herself, but she's okay. um, she's channeling it elsewhere. So really? uh, I just love that, that like yeah. immediate action. That hmm. I know, but there was just a buzz in the room. Everybody was so. giving it a go and... Yeah, I loved it. I mean, anything that I get to craft because I'm not a very crafty person. Like, I'm not that talented in terms of, like, sewing or anything. So it was like, I didn't even need to, like, thread a needle. Great. <laughs> See, an iron. <laughs> it's the most iron I've ever done. I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, I ask everybody in this, on the, the podcast, um, what is Weevolution's favourite Scottish word or phrase? Or you can sum up Weevolution in a Scottish word or phrase. Asking an Indian that could be <laughs> very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I you can. There you go. Love it. I you can. I you can. You say better than me. Yeah. I, I used to hear this from the first few groups when they began. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, we had it on one of our publicity posters. I think there's no such thing as I can Spot on. Uh, there you go. The first time I, I heard it, I couldn't understand it at all. You're like, huh? Uh, but, but it stuck, I think. So that was one of our first sort of phrases that That's guided great. the evolution. Well, listen, thank you so much for doing this. These were absolutely wonderful, broad, brave guests. And you're the epit- I mean, I feel that like evolution is just what the epitome of the broad and the brave is. It's about people and their passions. And you are clearly passionate about everything that you do here, but more so passionate about the people that are in the SRGs and potential SRG members. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Braw and the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now.